Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and this week I've got a really great episode for you because I am sharing with you many of the top tips on repurposing content onto social media. So myself and the Content 10X team have gone back through previous podcast episodes and we've picked out some real winning tips on repurposing onto LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we've put them all together in the podcast episode that I'm going to be sharing with you today. Now, this is also an example of me practicing what I preach because in episode 91 of the Content 10X podcast, I talked all about how to stay consistent with your content during busy times and challenging times where it's not always as easy as it usually is. And one of the things that I said was to do exactly this, to go back and pick out some of the best bits and the top tips and things like that, the golden nuggets from previous content, whether it's video content, podcast content, blog content, and then bring that all together in a compilation, in a best of as I always like to show you that we do what we say and that we practice what we preach and how effective it can be. This is also an example of how you can do that repurposing effectively. So as I said, here are some of the great tips on repurposing content onto social media. Let's jump in. So firstly, we'll hear from my really good friend, Ian Anderson Great, who came on the show to share lots and lots of great tips and advice on live streaming and particularly LinkedIn Live. I've just launched a new podcast called the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. And it's really exciting because I'm doing a lot of what you teach in, in your podcast, which is repurposing it. So I'm actually, it's a live show. I go live on Facebook and LinkedIn Live. And then I'm taking that into, uh, into a podcast and I'm also getting that into a blog post. And of course, I'm getting that repurposed into lots of social media posts as well. Audio for me is really, really important. So again, if you use a third-party tool, I mean, for example, with Ecamm Live, there is actually a feature to switch on high-quality audios for the for the savings. So actually, if audio is really important and you're going to be repurposing that into a podcast, then you can do it that way. Or, of course, the other option, if you wanted to be a bit more advanced, is, and this is what I'm doing with my live show and podcast, is I'm actually, as well as streaming live, to Facebook and LinkedIn, I'm actually taking the audio into Adobe Audition. And and so actually I can have different tracks for me and different tracks for my, uh, for my guests. And it's a lot easier to uh, edit your podcast afterwards doing it that way. So you don't, even if you're, even if you're not using, uh, if you're not saving it uh, within the tool, you can, you can still record the audio as well as stream live. People actually like watching the replay of a live video because mm. it is more, all the advantages of a live video. First of all, it's more authentic. The, the second thing is that you are just creating the contents. You know, actually, if you if you created pre-recorded videos, I mean, how often would you create a pre-recorded video? Mm. It would, you know, because perfectionism syndrome kicks in, doesn't it? And, and I much prefer creating live video content because... I'm not having to kind of re-edit it and, and redo it hundreds of times until it's some kind of perfect. So so the fact of the matter is you're actually creating that content 
and it's also more authentic and and people can ask questions and get involved uh, afterwards as well so it's it's great content yeah i always say that it's it's it goes beyond being called content because it's an experience in itself that you're offering people and um, that access to you it kind of it's, it's such a level above blog video podcast where it's one way it's not one way it's two way and um, I think that's you know a really important aspect and like you said as well when you're brave enough to go live and that's the final thing I want to come on to if you're brave <laughs> but when you're brave enough to go live and you put yourself out there um, you know that's so transparent isn't it and you are and, and also you know if you if you're an expert in something and you're putting yourself out there for live Q and A's it really does show that there's a depth behind the knowledge that you have because you can answer on the spot or you can be authentic and honest if you don't know the answer as well which people love just as much as well so it's kind of a win-win what would be your top tip for approaching live whether linkedin live but just live new live streamer approaching it with confidence well you've got to got to start you've got to just start from from the basics and you know yeah. the first live videos that you create are not going to be that amazing you but you you've got to know that over time the more that you do the better and better and better they will become so don't compare yourself with other people that have been doing this for a long time so mm. my, my top advice really is to to just get used to doing it use instagram stories just as a way for you to get it comfortable in front of the camera go live on facebook and change the privacy settings just to only me so that again you are just getting used to going live and when, when you watch it back which is a horrible thing to do most of us do not like looking at videos mm -hmm. of ourselves but what what my top tip really is to write three things down that you did really really well first so what what things did you do really well and then three things that you can do to improve for next time and make sure it's in that order and be constructive with that and then when you do go live on linkedin Make sure you have a plan of what you're going to say. So come up with just three points that you want to share with your audience and go live for three or four minutes. It doesn't have to be long. Just start it off because actually the, the most difficult thing is pressing that button. Try it for three or four minutes. Press the end broadcast button. If no one watches you live, doesn't matter because the more you do it, the better it will become and also the more confident you'll become. Okay, so next up is Facebook specialist Liz Melville. She came on to episode 75 of the podcast and shared what's working on Facebook in 2019. And here are some of the best bits when she spoke about video content on Facebook. Facebook is heavily focused on video. And, you know, I say this a lot to people that, you know, if Facebook is, is going to put that emphasis on video and serving more video into people's news feeds, then the best thing you can do is to create more video on the platform. So I think if you're already in the practice of doing that, it's a case of looking at, well, how can I repurpose it? How can I maybe cut up my videos into shorter chunks, sound bites, um, little 15 second clips, or you know even just one minute long clips that I can put out there in video content. And that's even if you're talking about sort of like a podcast, which you know I'm a podcaster myself, is turning little clips from your audio into a video audiogram that it, Facebook sees that as a video 
and then it will it will serve it further you will get more reach you will um, get to speak to more people and you can also build audiences out of the people who have watched those videos as well even if it's just an audiogram and they're, they're technically just listening to it there's not really anything to watch it's still classed as a video so there's lots you can do with video to really expand your reach and and to get more visible and there's been quite a lot of research done on Facebook as to you know what people react to and at what point their interest sort of drops off. And I think it really depends on what type of video content you're putting out. So if you're doing something like a Facebook Live, the sweet spot's probably around about the 15 to 16 minute mark. Um, you'll usually get good interest up to that point and it's after that it starts to wane. But if you're doing a 15 minute you know, Facebook Live, there's probably lots of opportunities to then, as you say, um, you know, download the, the video, re cut it up, get those little sweet spot chunks. And if you're talking a shorter video and it's pre-recorded, then probably, you know, 90 seconds or even under a minute can be really powerful because people have such short attention spans and they're scrolling through that feed. But if something catches their attention, they'll listen to a good portion of a short video uh, and you can capture that, as I say, as an audience. Um, but Facebook Lives tend to lend themselves to the longer. But I think pre-recorded, I think the shorter, the better, particularly if you're putting it in an ad. Now, there will always be somebody who says, oh, but I've had great results from a 20 minute long pre-recorded video. And that's great. And I think that's when it comes down to it's testing out what your audience will react to. It's what do they want to consume. So rather than having a kind of hard and fast rule of my video should only be so long, I think it's, you know, test out different formats, test out different lengths, see what people want to, to listen to and, you know, then take it from there. How does text only posts tend to do on Facebook at the moment? I guess it's one of those things, you know, if you write a text only post and it's amazing content and it's absolutely hitting the mark with your audience, they're resonating with it, it's you know, emotionally charged, then it will do well. But in the main, Facebook categorizes the types of posts that are on the network and it, and it also creates a kind of hierarchy of what it will give priority to in the newsfeed. So right at the top of the pile is, is video and Facebook Lives is, you know, above that. So live video then pre-recorded video and then you're kind of getting into probably image po image posts ones that use photos and then it's underneath that that it will start to prioritize text only or link posts are right at the bottom so if you are relying on just writing something and there's no image attached and no photo attached and no video attached it's probably not going to get much priority from facebook um, yeah. so you you're better playing the game with what the algorithm is looking for what facebook is wanting to promote on its network and that's why video is so 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 important right now and um, so it's not to say that you know text only posts won't work they will if your content is good but i wouldn't be relying on them an awful lot Okay, so next up is lots of tips and advice on using hashtags on Instagram from one of my solo shows, episode 81. So I hope you find this useful if you are using and trying to grow an audience on Instagram. A top tip that I have is don't use hashtags with over a million users. So I mentioned very popular for us, we kind of class between 500,000 to a million because we don't tend to really look at Instagram hashtags or use Instagram hashtags that are over a million. So you'll probably get a handful of 
human eyeballs if you're lucky if you go for hashtags with over a million um, users the rest will be automated bots just swarming your comment section putting those very very annoying generic posts like great post awesome photo I love your page, check mine out too. I'm sure we've all seen those. And that's when we use these really popular hashtags where it's just the bots that are commenting on your posts, which we don't want. Now, did you know that hashtags can be used in stories as well? So as well as in your posts, you can actually use hashtags in stories. So do that as well. I really, really recommend that because many people will find you on stories by using those hashtags. So whilst IGTV does allow horizontal video upload now, videos can still only be up to 10 minutes long for most people. There are some influencer accounts that have longer than 10 minutes. Most people have 10 minutes. And then you've got Instagram stories, that's still vertical video format, as well as Facebook stories and Snapchat. So I don't think there's any way from getting away completely from vertical videos if you are using these platforms. If you go over 10 minutes, you're going to have to do some video editing on your video anyway. And as I said, stories, Snapchat, etc. They're still all vertical format videos too. So if you want to find out how to repurpose a horizontal video into vertical format in a really cool, really well-branded and slick way, then head to episode 44, so content10x.com forward slash 44, where I tell you how to do that. There's a blog post, there's podcast, and also a video tutorial. Okay, and last up, let's hear from Madeline Sklar in episode 59 of the podcast, where she shared lots of tips and advice on how she uses Twitter and how she repurposes content from her Twitter chats. I'm a big fan of repurposing content. I love taking content and doing more with it. So I host these chats on Twitter, but that's not it. After we're done, with each chat, I move it over to Facebook and do a Facebook Live because I see the power of live streaming. So I know it's important to embrace it. So what I do, Amy, is I like to interview the guests. So we go from a one-hour Twitter chat, then we go to Facebook, and I do a live stream where I I, I tell them it's like going beyond – it used to be 140 characters. Now I say the 280 because mm-hmm. Twitter, of course, doubled the number of character spaces. So it's going beyond the 280 characters where we can have a fuller conversation and really hear their thoughts behind the questions. So we do this for about 20 to 30 minutes, and it's just a nice way – to do this in a live streaming format. People can come on and ask questions in real time. They love it. And this is also good for people who can't come on during the one-hour chat on Twitter, and maybe they can come on a little later when we're doing the live stream. So I'm trying to catch the most people live so that they can be part of the conversation. So there we go. Lots of great tips and advice on repurposing your content onto social media. I hope you like that trip back down memory lane. And if you haven't listened to any of those full podcast episodes, then please make sure that you do. And we'll put links to everything in the podcast show notes. All that's left to say is thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. I really do appreciate it. If you would like any help with your content repurposing, then don't hesitate to head on over to content10x.com to find out all about our end-to-end content repurposing service.
Also, do follow us on social media at Content10x on all of the social media platforms and we have lots of fun and share lots of great tips and advice over there on content repurposing as well. And also, one last ask, if you do like listening to this podcast, I'd really, really appreciate it if you could go and leave a review. And if you haven't already, then do subscribe on your favourite podcast app as well. That will make sure that you get notified every time there is a new episode and things like this also help other people people find the show as well which makes a real difference to me so i'd really appreciate it if you could do that okay so thank you so much for listening and i'll catch you in the next episode <laughs>